Welcome to the podcast for St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School Sherman Center that's in Random Lake, Wisconsin, north of Milwaukee and south of Sheboygan. We're pleased to share with you recent sermons and Bible classes from our congregation. We welcome you to join us for Divine Service Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We have Bible classes currently offered at 8.15 a.m. on Sunday. Join us to receive the Lord's Word and His gifts. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the seventh chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment. And they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened. His tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously he proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Listening is hard work. Married couples have to struggle to be attentive to one another. Parents have to learn to listen to their children in order to provide best for them. Sometimes it's challenging to even know what words they're saying. Children are sometimes strained to honor, listen to their parents' wisdom. Friends have to be willing to listen to one another or their relationship falls apart. In the retail world, listening to the client is essential to provide for them. And really, that's true in all vocations of service. If the doctor fails to listen, medical disaster may come to you. Listening is a struggle. Sometimes our own thoughts, our own desires, our own intentions, they drown out what our neighbor is saying to us. You're not listening to me, they say. And so listening is not just about hearing, but it's also about comprehension, attention. You're not listening to your spouse if you're only listening, hearing what they're saying, and failing to be attentive to it. Failure to act is failure to listen, in one ear and out the other, it said. Listening also requires trust. You ought to believe what you are hearing to truly listen. Listening also requires humility. You have to set your own thoughts aside in order to heed what you hear. 
Listening requires patience. Your priorities have to take a back seat in order to truly hear and respond. The problem is, as our teachers can no doubt attest to, listening comprehension skills, they don't come naturally. We have to work hard at building trust with one another. We have to struggle to remain humble when by nature we love ourselves. We always want what we want, and we want it now. Sometimes ignoring our neighbors need for us to stop and listen and hear, comprehend. Now that's human relationships. Listening is essential. And when it comes to listening to God, actually our condition is even more grave. The scriptures say that our flesh has no ability to hear God, to respond to Him, to honor Him, to submit to Him, to be patient with Him. We utterly lack the ability to listen to God by nature. You could say it this way, our ears are stopped from hearing the Word of God by nature. We are all children of wrath, dead in trespasses, the Bible says. And dead people, they can't hear. They can't listen. And even if they could hear, they could not comprehend, that is, truly listen. Or as you are given to confess in the Catechism, that you cannot by your own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ your Lord or come to him. That's true because lacking the ability to hear means you also lack the ability to believe and then to speak. Now we know that hearing and speaking go together. Without hearing your own voice, the, voices, the sounds that you would make might not even be intelligible, just gibberish. And no one actually even learns to speak without first hearing and then comprehending. Children are attentive to their parents and the repetition of words to learn to speak. To learn to speak comes by attentively listening. Same with God. If your ears are stopped up to the word of God, then you also don't have the ability to speak it. Thus, St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, no one can say Jesus Christ is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit who gives you hearts to believe, who opens your ears to hear, and looses your tongue to speak. Speaking requires listening, and listening requires the ability to hear. Thus, today's Holy Gospel is not only good news for that man, the deaf-mute man, but it's good news for you, too. The man of Tyre and Sidon, in the region of the Decapolis, has broken ears. He cannot hear, and thus he is also mute and cannot speak. Now, we might only consider this a physical ailment, but think about the spiritual 
implications for that man. He cannot hear and he cannot speak. This man cannot hear God's word. And not hearing, then, he lacks the ability to listen to God. And without listening, he lacks the means of the Spirit that the Spirit uses to create and sustain faith. And without faith, without hearing the word of God, he cannot call upon God's holy name, which means he cannot confess Jesus Christ as Lord. As St. Paul says in Romans, how then shall they call on him by name in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Therefore, it is a great miracle that this deaf, mute man is brought by his friends to Jesus. For only Jesus has the means to unstop his ears. And unstopping his ears, only Jesus can loose his tongue. But therefore, it's also a great miracle that you were brought to Jesus. For the same is true for you. And that sinful condition that cannot hear or confess or believe. For only Jesus can open your ears. Only Jesus can loosen your tongue to confess his holy name. So as he spoke to that man in today's gospel, with his own water, his spit, added a powerful word, Ephatha, be opened, so he did for you. For you, Jesus' word was, not Ephatha, but close, I baptize you. And his name added to water in the font. That's your Ephatha day. When your hearing was restored, your tongue loosed, and even greater, you were made God's own child, given new birth by water and the Spirit. So this is a great miracle that we heard today in the gospel for the deaf-mute, but it's also your miracle too. Which begs the question then, why do some resist this great work in Christ, putting their fingers back in their ears so that they can't hear, exclaiming to Jesus, I can't hear you? Why are so many tongue-tied to speak the truth of Jesus? The mystery is explained in this way. As the scriptures teach, baptism is a work begun in you that will reach its completion in the day of Jesus Christ. The way we speak of baptism and the way that the deaf-mute man was given to be is that he is healed. You are baptized. Not past tense, I was baptized. Present tense. You are baptized. Happened at the font has ongoing effect on you today. It's being done in you and will reach its completion on the last day. So, like the deaf-mute man, who now can hear, he still has flesh and blood. And you too have that old flesh that does not hear, does not speak, does not believe. And it's at war with the new man that is yours in Christ. Sometimes 
It's true, you plug your ears. Sometimes you refuse to speak, to pray, praise, or give thanks to the Holy Trinity. Why? Because the flesh is weak, but the Spirit is willing. So constantly the Lord is calling you by his word to repentance, to confess that you need Jesus, not just weekly or semi-annually or annually, regularly, even daily, to come to you by his word and spirit, to raise you to new life again by that baptism, unstopping those sin-wax-stuffed ears and water and word gargle your throat open to confess his holy name again. This existence that we have in the flesh, according to Romans, is called the simul, that we are simultaneously saint and sinner, 100% saint by faith in Christ through baptism, 100% sinner, according to the flesh. And that means that the work that was begun in us by our baptism is daily at work in us as that baptism is remembered and confessed. Jesus is constantly at work in us to restore faith, our hearing, loosing our tongue. It's by the gift of the Holy Spirit working through his means of preaching and forgiveness, body and blood, baptism, water, that he continually calls you back to his church to gather you here, to enlighten you with his word and his precious gifts, making you holy, not by your obedience, but by his working forgiveness through Christ Jesus for you. That's the good news. Utterly tremendous good news. Gospel. Just as Jesus couldn't keep the lid on that formerly deaf mute man, he went about telling others of what had been done to him, because now he hears and confesses, so also for you. Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. This good news salvation that Jesus has opened your ears, given you faith to confess his name, that can't be contained. You can't put it in your pocket, wrap it up in a handkerchief, can't store it under a basket in the garage, it's always going to burn a hole through your pocket and torch any attempts that you have to keep it hidden. So hear, O Israel, your God, your God is one, and your ears are opened. Listen, believe. You are forgiven. The old Adam has been drowned and is buried in baptism. Jesus' own finger has touched you and cleansed you and opened your ears. And today, he will also touch your tongue, as he did for that deaf-mute man, with his own body and blood, thereby strengthening faith in him and love for one another. And you can't keep a lid on it. Don't be surprised if you won't keep it to yourself. If the gospel breaks free in your lives as you go about forgiving others as he has forgiven you. For they were astonished beyond all measure, saying, he has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.
We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.